Praise God. Why don't you, everyone, go ahead and, and sit for a bit. Amen. Let me just encourage you along these lines. Especially if you've been uh, thinking that way or considering that in, in any way. That's a situation or a circumstance or something that faces you in the future seems too big, seems too much, seems too uh, overwhelming or overcoming. It's not. It's not. It might be to you, but uh, but our our big focus is not to approach life on our own. I mean, most many of us tried that <laughs> more than once, and we decided not a good plan. Not a good plan. Uh, I, I like this. Here's the here's the combination. See, if it's me, I can do so much. I can just, I can accomplish so much. But if it's me and someone else, then our two abilities, the potential, goes to whatever both of us can do. Yeah. And so it almost sounds unfair to say this, but when you take me and God, the potential goes really, really high. <laughs> Huh? You know, it's 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 kind of like if you say, uh, like, like, give me a uh, a favorite football player, a, a famous football player, Russell Wilson. All right, from Seattle. Now he has. Now, if I get if I get this right, Russell and I together combined have one Super Bowl victory under our belts. When you put us together. Is that right? Amen. <laughs> and what's the combination of you and Russell? <laughs> or what's the combination of you and the Lord? Blow the lid off this thing. Nothing is too difficult for you. Nothing is too hard. Nothing is too great. Nothing is too, uh, too, too tough. Amen. Your potential just went through the roof. When you considered yourself in connection and in union with Almighty God. Amen. So never do we think of ourselves alone or on our own or without help. But we always consider the reality of our union in Christ. How we are already one with Him. Amen. Jesus prayed about it in John 17 that we would be one with the Father. Thank God the prayer has been answered. We are. One with Him. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. It's good to have everyone here tonight. Spring break. I know some people are vacationing this time of year. And, uh, but we're here. And the Lord's present. Amen. I asked uh, Joe to share a little bit with us. So uh, come on and, and, and share what the Lord put on your heart to say. And do. And let's stay hooked up. What do you say? Stay hooked up and stay pulling and expecting, and we'll see where we go from here. Amen. Let's see if I'm on. Awesome. Well, hey, that was good enough. We can all go home. <laughs> Just kidding. Hey, before I get started, I want to do. I want to do something with everyone. Uh, I want us to close our eyes. Not right now. Don't have to close your eyes yet. <laughs> But I want to close. I want everyone to close their eyes because I know there's some people here 
uh, right now who are dealing with either sickness, um, emotional problems, uh, anything that just isn't right. And God's presence is here right now. And I want to take, I want us to take some time. I want to close our eyes and I want us just to think on God's presence. And, uh, think about the air that's all around us. God's all around us. And so when we start taking our focus off of our problems, our issues, that's when they slowly start diminishing and God gets raised up. And all of a sudden that problem disappears. So tonight, I just want to take a couple moments and I want to do this. And, uh, this will, might, it's, I don't some of you might get this down, but, uh, it's, you just got to control the mind. So let's just control your mind. <laughs> let's close our eyes and let's just focus. Focus on God's presence. Father, we thank you so much tonight, Lord, for your presence. Your presence that is here and never leaves us. And Father, you're so good. Lord, we just acknowledge you in this place. We acknowledge you all around us. We cast our cares to you. Father God, we just focus on your love, on who you are. Oh, Father, we thank you. We focus on you, Lord. We set our minds on you, Father. And everything changes. Sicknesses leave, emotional problems leave. In Jesus' name, we praise you, Father. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for your presence. You know, there might be some uh, some of you guys in here tonight that... Uh, might be experiencing now or have been uh, of where you just don't know maybe necessarily where let's see how to say this correctly you're wondering God where are you you know how come I used to feel you how come it used to be this way what's changed because I've, I've been there before to where in my life where it's just like God what's what's different how come how come I used to feel you I don't want to just get in all feelings but how come how come I how come I feel this way? How come I feel like I'm so distant? You know, what's what's wrong? And uh, you know, just one of the things that I realized is that God this is sort of obvious, but at that moment it wasn't obvious. God never changes. That's right. I changed. And so tonight, uh, you know, I just wanna let's get a little just share some personal stories. Um but uh, what we just did as far as uh, acknowledging God's presence is something I've been doing for a while. And I've been experiencing a lot of really, really good things. Uh, like I said, at, at first, it's... I bet, right, I bet when we did that, that there's some of you, because I know there are some, that you guys probably, we closed our eyes and you started thinking about your kids or your work or <laughs> what am I going to do when I get home? Uh, and it's, there's, unless we train our mind, it's always going to be like that. 
Always. It doesn't, and so it's, it's, because our mind doesn't control us, we control our mind. And uh, so that's one thing that I personally have been doing because, uh, you know, I, I want more. There's more to this life than just getting up and going through our daily routines, you know. Um, that feedback's pretty bad. Where's Kevin? <laughs> uh, but, you know, there, there has to be more to this life. There's, there's more, like I said, there's more to these daily routines that we're doing. And, uh, and so I, uh, I've been really trying to focus on God's presence and to control, our, to control my mind. Because it's so easy. It's so easy to get distracted just through what we're doing throughout the day where you get done and you're laying in bed at night and just like, I did not once acknowledge God at all today. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I just started thinking it's, it's, a, little bit, uh, it's a little bit messed up <laughs> on my end, <laughs> okay? <laughs> I'm going to be real here because, you know, it's, it's, if, I, uh, if I always, if my wife, were, you know, if she's always with me. If she literally was, like, walking with me all day long, I never for once acknowledged her and how good she is to me, that would pretty much ruin our marriage, don't you think? Or we wouldn't really have much. It'd just be like, there's nothing there. And so I think a lot of us can get there just because we're not acknowledging God and who he is and what he's done in our lives. Uh, And I'm not trying to get here by focusing on God's presence and acknowledging him. I'm not trying to get him to do something. I'm not asking him to come. And I'm not saying, oh God, I need you. I want more of you. I feel this way. Help me, God. But all I'm doing, I'm acknowledging him for who he is. It's, it's God, thank you that you're here, that you never leave me. You're all around me, Father. And you're acknowledging what is true. Amen? So, how do I, the, no, acknowledging what is true, how do I know what is true? Uh, you know, you can't have faith uh, in something God has said unless you know what he's said. Right? Um, you know, how can I have faith that God's presence is always with me unless I know what he has said? Um, and, you know, because I, I know what is true because we find it in his word. If you want to turn to Hebrews 13, 5. Actually, don't, actually, don't turn there. I'll just say it. It's pretty easy. <laughs> he just says, I'll never leave or forsake you. Yeah. That says, that's pretty good, I must say. <laughs> That's a good Bible verse. Uh, you know, Jesus, so Jesus said he'd never leave or forsake us. God's presence is here. It's all around you wherever you go. And you, if you can grasp this one thing tonight, that's all I want you to grasp. Okay? And what we just did, uh, like I said, I've been pushing myself on a daily basis to really do that and uh, to take time out of my day. And if you're human like me, which all of us are in here are, if you're not, I'd like to see a hand because I want to meet you. Uh, you know, it's it's just easy just to forget these things. And so, if he's all around me, with me, wherever I go, uh, then I need to start acknowledging him. And uh, let's see, Second Peter. I want I want you guys to go to Second Peter one three.
So by his, it says, by his divine power, God has given us everything we need for a godly life. We have received all this by coming to know him, the one who called us to himself by the means of his marvelous glory and excellence. So he's given, me every, he's given us everything. Uh, nothing was held back. And so I acknowledge that he's our, what he's already done is his presence is here. Like I've been saying. Like I'm really going to be pushing that point. Uh, and this is, this is good. Just because you don't feel him doesn't mean he isn't there. So I acknowledge what I don't see so I can begin to see it and feel it. And uh, I'm opening my eyes to the unseen. Second Corinthians 4.18 says, We don't look at the troubles we can see now. Rather, we fix our gaze on things we, that cannot be seen. For the things we see now will soon be gone, but the things we cannot see will last forever. If I told you, if I, if I did this, if I said, I want you every day for the next month, when you wake up and at lunchtime and at dinner time. I want you to take one minute, I want you to close your eyes, and I want you to think about a red car. Okay? Every day. One minute. And I want you to think about the details in this red car. Every day for a month. Or for a week. Whatever you want to do. What would you start seeing? All around you. <laughs> you would notice all the red cars. And you would notice the details about the red cars because you're acknowledging this thing every day. And so every time you see something that triggers it, you're going to be thinking about this red car. There's a red car. Oh, look at the shiny rims. Oh, that one's dirty. It's all this stuff. You're going to be admiring the stuff that you've been setting your mind on. Just a little bit of time. But it's the little that really counts right now if you're not doing anything at the moment. Uh, So, my question to you is, what is different with doing that than in the spiritual realm as far as taking a minute or whatever out of your day to really focus on God and His details? What's, you, you'll, begin, you'll begin to start seeing not red cars, <laughs> but you'll begin to start seeing God's, God's hand and, and who He is and His love. You'll start seeing God in the small things. And uh, start appreciating those. Uh, and so, you know, how, so how do we get to this point? You know, so we all deal with distractions, temptations. We all have goals, our day-to-day life. Uh, we all like to relax and do stuff. Uh, but should, we should all, be, as Christians, be striving to know God more on a deeper level, to hear His voice. And, you know, wouldn't... Wouldn't you like to hear his voice in making decisions? Or say you have questions that you've been wondering and you really want the answers? I mean, who wouldn't, who wouldn't want that? Because I do. Because I do have questions. And I want, God, I, I, I want answers from God, <clears throat> from God about them. So, you know, I've had many questions answered just by asking God and then fellowshipping when, with him through prayer and through reading his word. And so I, I want to share a story. It's just a... I've never had this happen to me out of all my 25, almost 26 years of life. But, uh... (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So, I was at the... I won't go there yet. So, I was... Me and my wife were watching watching this movie. And, uh... I, I, I noticed my hands started getting itchy. And I'm like, what... 
What's, what's going on? And so, uh, you know, I later checked, and I had some, like, hives on my hand. I'm just like, well, that's weird. You know, it's just like I haven't done anything. I came from the office to home. I was like, I haven't done anything different. And so, you know, I do my thing. You know, it's like, you know, get out of here, in Jesus' name. And uh, the next day, get up, and it's still there. And I was getting a little annoyed at it, so I kept on telling it to leave and stuff. And it would leave, and then all of a sudden, randomly, later on, it would come back. I'm just like, though, you are ticking me off. Uh, <laughs> it's just like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, this happened. I'm not sure how long this went on for, but eventually it started like going up to my face and everything. And it's just like it's really started bugging me because first it was just on the arms and just, you know, that's not bad. But when it starts going up to the face, it's just like, now nah, it's making me ugly. And, <laughs> you know, it's like this, this cannot, this can't stay. <laughs> okay? uh, and so I, I started like, I'm like, why is this not working? What's. I'm telling it to leave. It leaves and it comes back. I'm like, this is this is wrong. And so, uh, like I said, I've been doing acknowledging God uh, and fellowshipping with Him. And uh, I was at the grocery store with my wife, and uh, uh, we were in the dairy aisle. And I don't think she was actually with me. I think I had her. I don't like the grocery store, so we try to. You go around and get that. I'm going to go over here and get this, and we'll meet back here. <laughs> but uh, I was in the dairy aisle, and I walked past. I'm pushing the cart, and I walk past some stuff, and I keep walking. And all of a sudden, a thought. It wasn't a thought. It was more like it was a voice, and it's just like, buy some that some of that yogurt. This this yogurt I get sometimes. I like Tillamook. It's amazing. Uh, <laughs> get some of this yogurt, and I could the thought get the yogurt will. Take care of that stuff. And so I, I already passed the yogurt, and I was like, that was weird. You know? Because I, I if, if you know, it's, those of you that don't know, it's like, I don't take medicine. It's like there's no aspirin or any of that stuff in my house, and so I don't really rely on foods. I know we're supposed to take care of our bodies and stuff, but it's just like, I don't, that's, that wouldn't be my first reaction. It's just like, here I'm speaking and all this, and buy yogurt. And it's just... But I, so what I did, I'm like, well, I can't just ignore it because I heard it. I should obey it. Plus, I like the yogurt, but I wasn't even going to get the yogurt. So, but, but I, so I got the yogurt and uh, went back home. And I was just like, you know, I was like, I'm a little bit hungry. I'm going to eat one of these yogurts. I ate the yogurt and everything left. So what I'm tr- trying to say, I'm not saying go out and eat yogurt if you have a rash. <laughs> Or not rash, those hives on your, you know, on you. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying put your trust in food. What I'm saying is when we start fellowshipping with God, start asking him questions, the things that are wrong in our lives, he'll begin, we'll begin to hear his voice. Because that was a very subtle thing that was just like, that was weird. Yogurt. And, but it, it was acting on that, that I, I'll say that if I wasn't, if I hadn't been, fellowshipping with God like that, I wouldn't have gotten that answer because I probably wouldn't have heard him. And uh, so, but we can all have this. We can begin to learn to hear his voice. And, you know, there's more to the, like I said, there's more to this life than just doing our daily routines. And there's a reason why you were created. There's a reason why I was created. Each of us has a purpose, a calling, a destiny. And it wasn't by chance that you're here right now in this room or that you're just here in Boise, Idaho. God didn't just have you be born or whatever, if you're born here or moved here, there's a reason why you're here. God has put you here. I, wanna, I want you to go to Psalm 139. 
So I'm going to read a lot right here because I read this and I was like, I have to put, I have to read this. So let's just, uh, I'm going to read actually out of the message version of this. But it says, God, investigate my life. Get all the facts firsthand. I'm an open book to you. Even from a distance, you know what I'm thinking. You know when I leave and when I get back. I'm never out of your sight. You know everything I'm going to say before I start the first sentence. I look behind me and there you are. You're there. Then up ahead and you're there too. Your reassuring presence coming and going. This isn't. This is too much. Too wonderful. I can't take it all in. Is there any place I can go to avoid your spirit? To be out of your sight. If I climb to the sky, you're there. If I go underground, you're there. If I flew on the morning's wings to the far western horizon, you'd find me in a minute. You're already there waiting. Then I said to myself, oh, he even sees me in the dark. At night, I'm immersed in the light, and it's a fact. Darkness isn't dark to you. Night and day, darkness and light, they're all the same to you. Oh, yes, you shaped me first, inside, then out. You formed me in my mother's womb. I thank you, high God, you're breathtaking. Body and soul, I am marvelously made. I worship in adoration. What a creation. You know me inside and out. You know every bone in my body. You know exactly how I was made, bit by bit. How I was sculpted from nothing into something. Like an open book, you've watched me grow f- uh, from conception to birth. All the stages of my life you were, spread out before, were spread out before you. The days of my life are, are all prepared before I'd even lived one day. Your thoughts, how rare, how beautiful. God, I'll never comprehend them. I couldn't even begin to count them. Anymore, I could count the sand of the sea. Oh, let me rise in the morning and live always for you. So, what I want to go to is, you'll notice all throughout Scripture, you can tell just by reading this one thing, that God is obsessed over you. (laughs) And you'll notice all throughout Scripture, God just wants to be with you. If you really, if looking at it from a, you know, uh, from beginning to end, in Genesis, when he made man, what was he doing? He was walking with Adam in the garden. He was talking with them. He had a relationship with them. Even after the uh, even after the fall, you had him with Cain. You have him going all the way down to Mo- with Moses in the wilderness. Uh, you know, then building the tabernacle so he could he could dwell among them. Uh, you have him in Noah, Abraham. Uh, he is. He just wants to be with us. Uh, and all the way down to, this is, even to the very end, what Jesus came, John three sixteen for God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, so that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Why would God go through all this work? I mean, not why. God went through all this work for you to have everlasting life with him. Amen? So, uh, you know, God is a God of love. He loves us so much that uh, throughout all creation, he just wants you. And it's always been about you. So, where do you come in? Where, how does this all play out? So, the time is now to start. You've heard the saying, when is the best time to plant a tree? 
20 years ago. <laughs> or this, the second best time, it's now. Uh, so the best time to start sh- fellowshipping with God is now. Don't wait until you have a crisis hit. Don't be, that per- don't be a person where, uh, where you don't do anything until something bad happens, you know, and then you come running to God. Oh, I need you, I need you. Oh, I'm happy. Oh, sad. <laughs> Run back to God. It don't. <laughs> there should be a constant level of, communi- of, of fellowshipping with God to where <laughs> when there is ups and downs, it's always the same. The way that you're, you're coming to God. Uh, I, I was thinking about this earlier. That do the husband and wife uh, <laughs> thing on that end. But uh, if, if I always just ran to my wife, Tabri, <laughs> where's my socks? Okay, thanks. <laughs> Got my answer. See you next year. <laughs> hey, where's this? It's just like that. You can't have a relationship like that. If that makes any, does that make any sense? So we can't, <laughs> we can't just go to God and talk to God when we just need stuff. Because that's that's a, that's a big slap to His face. If you can slap His face, that you can. Right before that hand even goes up, bam! No, just just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, we can we can have this fellowship with God every day of our lives if we choose to. And there there are two things in the in order to make this happen that needs to happen. There's two two things. Okay, the first one's really 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 tough. Okay, God needs to walk with you. But great news. <laughs> He's already walking with us. Amen? So number one's already done. Wow, there's just one more point. <laughs> That's if you're saved. If you're saved, if you're not saved, get saved. I've got to always be with you. But the second part, this is the most simplest thing. It's on our part to acknowledge him. That's it. God's already there. We just gotta we just need to acknowledge him. You know, so what does it what does it mean to acknowledge him? Like we did earlier, it's simply stopping what you're doing and letting your mind stop racing and simply say, Father, I thank you for your presence. I thank you that you're always with me. You never leave me. And you're just focusing on him. And you're, you're focusing on what he's done and, and training your mind not to be going all over the place because it's so easy to let that happen. You know, for instance, hey, let's, I actually want to do this, and I just remembered I wanted to do this. Let's take another moment. Let's close our eyes again. And let's, let's, let's practice this. Let's just focus. Let's put our focus back on him. Father, we just thank you. We thank you, Lord, that you are here. Thank you that you always you're walking with us wherever we go. Your presence surrounds us. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We focus on your presence. Lord, like the air, it is all around us.
Father, you're more real than the air that we breathe. And we thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. It's simple. This isn't, uh, you know, extremely hard stuff to do. And, you know, this doing this too, this, this isn't just doing it just to get it over with either as well. It's, uh, I mean, I do this while driving in the car. It's, it's, the way I do this is any time that I think about doing it, I do it. But it's, it's uh, the best times are when literally you're not driving or whatever. You know, you get to your, wherever you work or whatever. You can be in your car just where you, distractions are, are gone. And you can just take literally a minute or two and just say, God, thank you that your presence is here. It's with me. And, you, and you know, your phone's off. You just, just take a minute. It's like you don't have to spend 30 minutes of just, I mean, you could if you wanted to. But it's just doing a little throughout your day. Um, you know, like I said, not just trying to just get it over because, oh, i got to do this thing because that's, that's when it turns into religion. Uh, let's see. You know, this whole thing as far as what we're doing, it's it's sort of like what past. It, it is what Pastor Mark's been talking about: the faith and fellowship. Uh, you know, Hebrews eleven six. But without faith, it is impossible to please Him. For who he, for he who comes to God must believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. So, acknowledging God, that's our faith. As far as for, you know, you can't see him. You can, it's just, you're acknowledging something that's, you can't, that's not visible. And it's, it's, uh, and we'll be re- diligently, uh, we'll be, he'll be a rewarder of us who diligently seek him. So we're seeking him and we have the faith. That's, uh, and fellowshipping with him. God is a God of relationship. And I believe that uh, as much as we want to know God, the, you know, you could say, God, I want you, I want to know you more and all this stuff. God wants to know you way more. He's a jealous God. He's jealous for you. And he loves you so much. So uh, the more that we talk with him, the more we'll learn to hear his voice in all areas of our lives. Just like I was saying at the grocery store, that was just, you know, one example uh, right there. And, I, you know, I know I'll have way more to come, but... Uh, you know, God wants to talk with you, and it should be a two, it should be a two way conversation. You know, it doesn't always have to be talking; it can be your very thoughts. You know, a lot of times the best thing to do is just shut up and not say anything. <laughs> you know, it's just it's like God, God, and trying to go, so it's just shh, zip it, just focus. You know, like I was saying, it's like you can you can imagine uh, just put your attention on Him and just just. Uh, you know, have the very thought of like, like I've been saying, like he's the air all around us, and it's just he's he's all around you, no matter what. Uh, you know, so we were created to have fellowship with God, and that's why. Uh, that's let's see, that's why he's done all that he's done, and that's why he had Jesus go through all that he did just so he could have you forever. And so, don't take the cross and what it took for granted. And, you know, we should start applying, we need, we need to start applying this to our lives daily. And you know, I, uh, I met a, per, a guy uh, from another state. I was talking with him, about, uh, he was talking to me about God's presence and uh, what their church is doing. 
and uh, some of the uh, uh, things that have been happening. And one of these examples is uh, this guy owns a pizza restaurant. And uh, this guy, when he makes a pizza, he's constantly uh, fellowshipping with God. And he's actually speaking, he's speaking over this pizza. And that when people get this pizza, basically he's, he's, that God's presence will be on it, pretty much. And that when people eat at this pizza, that they have any issues, you know, sicknesses or anything, they'll be healed. And uh, this guy has had lots of, you know, a good amount of uh, people getting healed from eating this pizza. And so there's this, uh, <laughs> there, there's this one, there's this one person that he was telling me about what uh, they were uh, the whole gluten uh, allergy thing, and he said that uh, this person uh, every time they'd eat, they try to eat something with gluten, they'd just go and basically throw it all up and uh, just be you know a complete mess. And uh, actually, no, no, I take that back. They were they so they couldn't eat. They had dreams. Of, they had dreams of eating gluten, this person. And every time in this dream where they'd eat the gluten, they'd be thrown up in their dream. And apparently these dreams happened very often. And uh, in this dream, they saw this guy's pizza place, and they went into this guy's pizza. They, have no, they had no idea what this pizza place was about, or that the guy owned it. And they, uh, this person went to the pizza place, and uh, in the dream, <laughs> got the pizza, ate it, and was fine. So this person had all these dreams. Every time they eat it, they, they're thrown up, and they have this dream of this one pizza place in town, and they go and eat it, and they're fine. So this, uh, they went over to the order the pizza, and they ate it, and they were healed. From this guy, simply acknowledging God's presence and applying that to his life, and, which is something that we can all do. You know, like I said earlier, it's just like you were created for a reason. I was created for a reason. And if God, not if, since God's presence is always with us, we can start, if we start living like this, we can start changing the lives of people around us. You know, you might just think this like, I want to be in ministry. I want to do this and this and this. When God simply has called you to be where you are, simply do this kind of stuff and change the lives that are around you. You know, if you think, you know, if you hate all your people that you work with <laughs> or find them annoying, start applying this to where you walk in to work or before you walk in. God, I just thank you for your presence that when I walk inside this building, your presence is with me and it changes the atmosphere around me to where these people that do get on your nerves now they aren't getting on your nerves. and Because they, they, God's presence will do that. Just like this guy changing it with pizza. You know, you might own a business where you're sending out stuff. You know, you say, sending out letters. Thank you, Lord, that when someone touches this letter, they're healed. <laughs> or, or, I mean, you, you can do whatever you want with that. But, uh, you know, don't, like I said, don't take this stuff for granted in what God's given you and for who you are, being a child of God. And, you know, I guarantee you that the more that we focus on God's presence, the less problems we'll face in life. And the problems that we do face will be overcome a lot easier uh, by doing this than if we weren't doing it. And, uh, you know, uh, and then also even the same thing, the people that we contact uh, and face will be blessed from it as well. And so, you know, when we focus and meditate on what we, uh, on what we get in life, let's see, we focus and meditate 
What we focus on and meditate, my notes are all weird. What we focus on and meditate is what we get in life. So choose what our minds think. Or we choose what our minds think. Uh, our minds don't choose for us. You know, so choose his presence daily. And like, like I said, what I do, it's not, uh, I mean, you could do different stuff. You could set an alarm on your phone. I mean, you could start out small. The last thing you want to do is, uh, is basically just go out, try to go out gung-ho and then fall flat on your face because you get, because that's easy to do. You know, it's just, it's like someone trying to lose weight or whatever and they go and they get their sh- new shoes or new clothes. They get the gym membership and they go there and they work their tail off at one time and, <laughs> and then, uh, you know, they wake up the next morning like, oh, I'm so sore. <laughs> and then they, then they never go back. And so this is the, it applies the same way. It's just like, just take it slow. I just encourage you, whatever you can do, just start. And, uh, and like, wake up in the morning. Do it. Do it before bed. There's like two easy times to do it. And, uh, you know, do it while you're driving. And so it's like like the whole car analogy that... The more we focus on this, it's just like you'll start. What I've what I've experienced is I'll start. Uh, the more I do this, the more it comes up uh, in my mind to do it. Or you start seeing the smaller things. You know, it's just you know you could be uh, you could forget, and all of a sudden you could see you know a beautiful tree or flower or whatever, and you see that, and then instantly, like the, the details of the car, you see God's creation, you see God's hand, and it's God, thank you. Thank you for this amazing creation that you've, you know, this this tree, this tree, that beauty that, that was for you. And so let's let's again let's let's do this. Let's close our eyes. Father, we just again we just thank you. I guess I try to control your mind and just focus, focus on His love. so worthy, Father. God, your presence is all we want. Thank you, Father, for your presence. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. pretty simple, don't you think? It's pretty easy. <laughs> uh, hmm. That's all I have to say on that, but I have something that I sort of do want to say, unless you have something. No? I have something that goes along these lines. Why don't you uh, open up with, uh, turn your Bibles to... Uh, Psalms 1, I believe. 
It sort of goes with it, sort of not. But then again, sort of does. <laughs> Psalms 1 1. It says, uh, it says, Oh, the joys of those who, don't, or who do not follow the advice of the wicked or stand around with sinners or join in with mockers, but they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. They are like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit each season. Their leaves never, never wither, and they prosper in all they do. Now I want to give you Joe's version. <laughs> you can't find this. This is special. You can only find it here right now. So, so <laughs> all the joys of those who follow the advice of the wise and surround themselves with the godly. They delight in the word of the Lord. Meditate on it day and night. They're like trees planted on the riverbank, bearing fruit each season. Their, liver, their leaves never, never wither, and they prosper in all they do. Um, I think this, this passage right here, what we just read, I was reading this, and this is like the success of a Christian godly walk all right here. And I'm gonna I'll just I'll just tear this apart or you know break it down for you real quick. The joys or this another version, it's blessed are those who follow the advice. Or I went back to Joe's version. <laughs> blessed are those who do not follow the advice of the wicked. So opposite of that, blessed are those who follow the advice of the wise and surround and so and surround themselves with godly people. Um if you want to have a godly, successful, godly life walk, like I was saying earlier, you know you have a, you know the ups and downs. You don't want you don't want that. You don't you don't want to be the person that's always just running to God when you're in a crisis. Uh, and so, in order not to get there, this this verse, this whole thing says it all. So, if you want to just read this, it's it's a surround yourself with godly people. Number one, that's that's why we have. I mean, we have life groups here. There's there's ways. It's like coming to church isn't. Yes, we're surrounded by godly people right now, but I would say that would probably be like the, the very small end of it. Uh, you know, surround yourself with. Let your friends be be friends that are uh, that are sharpening you, that are encouraging you, that are that are pushing you to the, a new level. As far as saying, you know, uh, having accountability there. Um, that's why it's so amazing just to be involved, um, you know, in a ministry, is because you build those relationships and you have those people that you could talk to, and people that are uh, checking up on you, and you know, that people that you can go to. Uh, and so, uh, this next thing, they delight in the law or in the word of God, meditating on it day and night. Um, you know, it's it's. I had I was thinking about the, the how do you delight in the word of God? How do you get to the point of where say you're just barely reading to the point of where you're like I am hungry. I need God's word. I need to read. I need this. I need you, you know what I'm saying? How 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 do you get there? And through what we're just talking about earlier, it's like starting with that area. The more you're acknowledging God, Starting small, the more you're going to start tasting this. It's just, 
it's it's funny. It's like a you know when you give a baby for the first time something sweet, <laughs> they want more and more of it. It's just like you know they because it's, it's so new to them. And so and obviously you know we all like I don't know who doesn't like sweets, but uh, basically just starting small and sooner or later. I mean down the road you'll begin to keep doing this more and more and more. But the whole meditating on it day and night. I'm telling you if you want to have a successful walk, if you want to be doing uh, be going places for God, meditate on His Word day and night. To meditate, it's like you can meditate on His Word, you can meditate on who He is, you can do what I was saying earlier, the uh, acknowledging who He is. That's meditating on God and His Word. How is it meditating on His Word? He, ne- he said He'd never leave you, He would never forsake you. He's all around us. That's meditating on God's Word, and it's acknowledging this part. And then what does the rest of this verse, or let's move down... And so by doing these, I believe, by surrounding yourself with godly people, uh, delighting, basically reading the word of God and meditating on it, what we think on, the answer as far as what will happen, you'll be like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit each season. But I, I think Pastor Mark was talk, sort of talking about the, I think that was Sunday, the trees, you plant a fruit tree, you're not going to see fruit from it, like immediately. You know, it's just like this takes time. And the more that you do this, the deeper your roots grow and the stronger, uh, you know, the tree becomes. Because it's like, I don't know if you guys tried pulling on a tree, but they are a pain. Or any bush, anything that has those roots, they're down there. They're horrible. I mean, you're having like, you know, you're cutting around it, like, and you're trying to pull it out. And like, there's more roots. <laughs> Where is this going? Why can't this thing come out? And it's always that last one that's way underneath there that's a... Uh, holding it all together. But their leaves never wither, and they prosper in all that they do. I'm pretty sure that all of us in here want to prosper in all that we do. And uh, I think we can do this by simply, you know, surrounding ourselves. Because I, I think, thinking about this verse, I, for one, I wouldn't be where I'm at today if I have, wouldn't have surrounded myself with the people that I surrounded myself with. And there's a lot of you. There, you can, if you really look back on your life, you can you can look at key people that were in your life that got you to a certain point. You know, you could have one friend or someone that ended up getting you a job over here, and then you meeting someone in that job that puts you over here. And uh, so, I, so for myself, reading this, it's just like this is so true for me. Of. Uh, I basically just surround myself with those godly people, reading the word, meditating on it. And because of the things that happen, like I was saying, they, when, when things come your way, you're not like a little tree and snapping and falling over and, and always you know, having the run of God. You, you, you become strong and uh, you end up prospering. You know, in, in I want to say all areas of your life or most, if you just, uh, you know, meditating on it, it's because uh, you'll hear God's voice prospering in all that you do. You'll hear God's voice in the small things in what you're doing.